0: Welcome to
1: Grown-Up Kids, a Disney podcast.
2: I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a mouse.
1: Hello and welcome to episode 34 of Grown-Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Julie Kreef. I hope I said that right. Thank you very much for sponsoring our podcast. We can't do it without you and all our other patrons. Yes, thank you. So I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And just a little warning, our sound is a little bit off today. We're having some microphone difficulties, so we're sorry. It probably sounds pretty tinny, but, you know. Get over it. I'm kidding. That's (laughs) me.
0: (laughs) We're we're doing our best. Our guests are going to sound much better than us. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Speaking of our guests, so we have a lovely couple all the way from England. We have Claire and Eddie joining us today, so welcome to the show. Thank
0: you. Hello. (laughs) I'm so excited to have somebody from across the ponds. like The first person (laughs) not from America.
1: I know. And they're like, you guys Uh, can't see them.
0: We've had Canadians. I'm sorry. North America. How about that? (laughs) I kind of lump Canadians in with us, which they (laughs) may or may not like. I apologize.
1: Um, (laughs) These two are like ready to go, though. They got Mickey Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse. They got aliens from Toy Story on. Suited up, All ready Disney to go.
3: Representing. Yes. <laughs> oh
1: yeah. Um. So
0: for since we finally have somebody new for the first time in a while, we're going to do a Disney profile for you guys. Um. So will Katie and I will go back and forth and ask you the questions, and you guys can just answer together, like one after another. Sure. Um. So how did you guys each get into Disney? Um. So
2: I got into Disney at a very young age. Um. I think. I can't remember. The best one was that I went to see in the cinema or anything like that, but I just know that my grandma had a lot of the VHS videos, and I used to just watch whenever I went round. And I would sometimes take them home and like bring them back and sort of use her like a video <laughs> shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and then Disney's always sort of like it's always been my thing. It's like oh, Claire, she's she's obsessed with Disney, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my <I> hand. <laughs> <understand. that. laughs> yeah. So it's just always been it's always been my safe place. And like if mm-hmm. i yeah, like everybody else who's been on, it's like you feel a bit down or you feel sick like, put a disney movie on get in the blanket
1: watch
3: a disney movie <laughs> mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely so, sure um yeah so for, for me yeah similar watching the videos growing up watching like winnie the pooh and toy story just on a loop and a constant cycle um and then <laughs> like... i was like yeah there's the four boys yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, and with four boys, and then once you get past the age, it's a bit like, well, Disney's not cool anymore for, for boys, you shouldn't be watching Disney and stuff, so it's mm. like, okay, and then met Claire in university, and then she's like, you know, okay, <laughs> give it a go, and it's like, oh yeah, I remember Disney, Disney's actually amazing, <laughs> 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 so lovely and what? <laughs> yeah. So um, so yeah, it's been quite good, and it's mostly Claire, and bringing me back into it, and mm. yeah, it's great.
1: <laughs> good. <laughs> She's like, good,
2: you better say that. Uh, I'm glad you could read my handwriting on what you were supposed to say there. (laughs) Uh, Who would you guys say is your favourite character? I think, my favourite character, I think when I was little, it was probably Ariel, because she was my go-to, like, princess, I suppose. Whenever we would go swimming, I would always be pretending to be a mermaid swimming around. My um, my cousin had a doll that I was very jealous of. She had a little mermaid, like Barbie doll and it had the sort of detachable tail, so she had legs oh, and yeah. then she would have a tail. Yes. And I had an aerial doll, which had sort of like a plastic tail and it changed colour in the water, but that wasn't, I was like, <laughs> I, I really wanted that one. But then, when, when my cousin was older than me, so she grew out of it and she gave me her doll when she grew up and I was like yes!
1: Is <laughs> <Finally. laughs>
2: But I That's think now exciting. I'm older, Woody is probably my favourite because yes. I just, I mean I love Tom Hanks which probably like helps, but Toy Story's got a, a strong place in my heart and I think Woody, I relate to Woody a lot as well, he's like, he likes things in order, he's not mm-hmm. very good with change, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I think Woody's my favourite, I also fangirled really hard when I um, met him when I was on my Disney College programme, so that's quite a big sign that you, you like the character.
3: quite a <laughs> That was a good uh, measure. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, it was hard to choose. I think uh, I, I decided and in the end on uh, Winnie the Pooh probably because as a kid it was just uh, from a really young age I just absolutely loved Winnie the Pooh and it's just such a symbol of like your childhood in many ways. Even now it's just, like this warm. And kind and innocent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And is um particularly with like now adult stress of life and you have work and responsibilities and stress and like. But we need a would just be like, Oh whatever. Let's just go have some food. Did you see Christopher
0: Robin?
3: Yeah. that was what probably decided it. We watched it on
1: Friday. On Friday. Yeah.
3: It's, yeah. It's Sunday now. So yeah, two days ago. And uh just spent and I'm I'm not one for crying in movies, but that one, for some reason, oh. as I said, the, at the end of that Claire, I spent the first whole beginning of the sequence just, like, oh. weeping. I know. And I don't know why.
0: It, <laughs> it was, was very nostalgic. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just you know, a very nostalgic film. Oh, no, <laughs> I was just going to say, just because, you know, like, Winnie the Pooh has been my favorite too since growing up. So just, like, seeing, seeing the whole process of Christopher Robin growing older and, like, letting go of them, like, to me... Christopher Robin's never going to let them go. But then, like, you watch it happen, and it's just heartbreaking. And my eyes are literally <laughs> watering right now talking about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah.
3: And they just shot it so beautifully and yeah. add little nods to all the little stories from, like, the many adventures. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but, yeah, sidetrack from Secrets of Life. Let's do Christopher <laughs> <laughs> Robin. That's
1: okay.
3: Like many people probably at the moment want to do. Because yeah. <laughs> it's just amazing and magical. Um,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah um what is your favorite disney movie
2: i have to exclude pixar films from this question because i get asked it a lot when i meet new people and they're like oh so much your favorite disney movie and i'm like right okay pixar is off the table because i just love pixar so much i just like can't even even though Woody's my favorite character i think still i just have to put them to one side so yeah, they're like their think, own entity <laughs> yeah you're right. i'm just like no um but i think I mean, it changes, as many people have said, (laughs) on what mood I've got. So, I mean, I really love Pocahontas and Hercules. They're, like, right up there. But I think, ultimately, it's probably The Little Mermaid, just because of, like, the childhood connection I've got with it. And when I watch it, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it just, like, warms you from that nostalgic point. I'm just like, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: I think
1: The Little
3: Mermaid, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I suppose I've not got the same problem. I'm definitely putting Pixar in because... (laughs) I can much happily exclude some Disney movies, but the Disney ones can't. Uh, the Pixar ones can't be. But yeah, probably still many Adventures of Winnie Pooh, probably a favourite one. I don't enjoy it in the same way. I don't know, but you watch it with just such nostalgia and like warmth, like a like a blanket inside. That's nice. The more yeah. the newer ones uh, or more current situation would might be like wall and Inside Out. I don't want to like group them together because they are both just really great messages in both of the movies and just the core message from both of them is amazing and Wally is closely up there as a favorite character as well because he's just so kind and courageous and anyone and everyone and does just, just great things so yeah I think they're pretty up there.
1: I love me some Wally too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. 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 Some robot yeah. love, so cute. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I also remembered on
2: my Little Mermaid video, which might be one of the reasons why I watched it so much. After the credits, there was a trailer for Walt Disney World, which is probably mm. a- another reason why the uh, tape wore out quite a bit. I think it still works, but you know, it's a bit fuzzy. And they were like, <laughs> there was a family on a hillside having a picnic, and then I think the little boy would fall asleep, and then this massive like Mickey Mouse hot air balloon would come and pick them up. <laughs> and then Fly over Magic Kingdom and they go see all the things and they wake up on the hillside and he's like, was it
0: a dream? And I was
2: like, oh, I need to go
1: there. <laughs> Claire's the only kid who ever watched it past the credits. <laughs> 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 uh, um, so if you guys have been to a Disney park, what is your favorite? And if you haven't been, they have been. we've been to Walt Disney World. Um, I've, I've been a
2: couple of times with my parents when I was younger, and then I did the International College Program. Right, right, right. Um, I did Custodial <laughs> at Hollywood Studios. Um, I think, I mean, Hollywood Studios is my favorite, um, cemented um, my favorite park, the fact that I worked there. But I think mm. for some reason it was always my favorite park from when we went when I was small. I, I can never really explain why. I mean, I obviously love the magic of Magic Kingdom, who doesn't? Right. But, I think yeah, that one's definitely my favorite. I just love like the old Hollywood feel. I like the citizens of Hollywood as well. I was devastated that we missed them mm. when we went last year. We saw oh, the yeah, second yeah. day of Hollywood Studios. We were sort of wandering around a little bit at one point, and I was like, maybe they'll come out, just like sort of wandering up and down Sunset Boulevard. Like <laughs> maybe they'll be. Is there a crowd over there? Are they here? <laughs> and we missed them, but maybe, maybe next time. But yeah, I just love it so much. I am a bit. Um, Worried about Galaxy's Edge. I mean, I'm excited for Galaxy's Edge. We like Star Wars. It's going to change the dynamic of the park a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, as long as they keep that, like, old Hollywood section, sort of like down to Tarot Terror, which is my favorite ride,
0: Mm then I
2: think it'll be. The sad thing is Eddie hates those rides that go like up and down because they make feel really sick. So I have to like go on Tower of Terror on my own, just like oh, I love this though. ride so much. I just I love the line, I love the ride, I love the story behind it. And I'm i I'm not I, I'd feel bad making Eddie walk through the queue with me and then like take the chicken
0: The walk like, <laughs> <shame>. <laughs> the
2: I just,
1: like. I I'm not that awful, I mean I love it but I can't put him through that <laughs> I swear I'm not running it because I'm scared, I just can't, okay? <laughs> yeah. Maybe
0: you also always loved Hollywood Studios because of the awesome 80s Little Mermaid show that they had, <laughs> that they had.
2: I love that also, one with the laser lights I, Yeah, I, I really like that show but then they they miss out kiss the girl right,
1: uh, and I'm yeah. like every
2: time I'm like, why? Oh my God, you're
1: right. <laughs> this
2: yeah. is like an integral like plot plot point. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? I mean, I love the like UV under the sea scene and stuff, yeah. but I'm just like, what's going on? But yeah, that that must help as well, I think. <laughs> what's your favorite part?
3: Uh, so yeah. We- like Claire said, we, we went uh, last year together, so that was my first trip to any Disney park, to Disney World. So, um, a bit different because Claire went as a kid and I didn't. So, I was 24.
1: 25? <laughs> oh, yeah, one or the other. yeah. Um,
3: when I went, so I had a different set of eyes. In particular, I went there a bit like, um, am I going to be okay with this? This is quite stressful, there's people everywhere um it's quite (laughs) overwhelming and then the character everyone's too friendly (laughs) (laughs) especially
2: since we've been living in the south like there's a divide of like friendliness yeah
3: so it it was a bit weird at first um (laughs) but once i settled in it was fine um and but yeah probably because of that more adult look i think epcot was my favorite in the Mm -hmm. end we were there during the flower and garden festival and it was the lovely balance of we had the cool rides we met characters But then also had loads of nice food and drink and seeing all the different flower um, displays, the butterfly house and stuff like that. So it had that uh, all-round mix of everything, which, yeah, as an adult would probably be better compared to if I went there as a kid,
0: I think. Flower and garden is very different now than it used to be when I was younger, too. Uh, Mm -hmm. They never had the food and drink and all those stands like back in the day. That maybe started like two years ago. Yeah. So yeah. it's cool that you got to experience that as your first flower and garden because that like just really makes it a festival and makes it like way better than it used to be. Not that it wasn't beautiful with all the topiaries, but just like adds another level of awesome festivalness to it. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, and lastly, what are your favorite Disney memories?
2: So I've got two, but I feel like my second one, Maybe Eddie's. So I'll yeah. save my second one until after you've done
3: yours. Yeah, contact. We've we've done our answers. Yeah, we did all our answers. But not told separately.
2: each other. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my first Disney memory is from my um, college program. Um, so I did custodial, as I've said, um, and I sort of like because I, I, I was only there when you do the international college program, or at least the one I did. You sort of only there for like two and a half months because we just do it over our summer holidays. Um, so a lot of the other, especially the American cast members, have sort of been there for a bit longer, like the um, college program guys, and everyone sort of sometimes would have like really special interactions with guests, and I'd never really had that moment. I think it sort of it didn't help that I was English, and I'm quite a polite, shy person. I'm like I'm good at chatting to people, but sort of making that initial like conversation starter right. is, I think how it took me a while to get into the like proper Disney cast member Mm. persona and uh, so I never really had a special moment with a guest until like my last night of my college program so I was feeling a bit like nostalgic and like a bit sad like melancholic I think I mean like oh sad and I was um basically when you're a custodian um at Hollywood Studios at least um if one of the things you can do is you can be on bathrooms and you'll get sort of two bathrooms and you essentially just need to keep those clean for like your whole shift, so you can just wander through the park, just keeping them clean. So I was in the front bathroom of Hollywood Studios and sort of coming to the end of the night and I was just like stood outside and there was a bench sort of opposite the entrance to the bathroom. So if you were sat on the bench you would have your back to the bathroom, there was a, a guy sat there with his little girl who must have been like two or three or something and she was sort of like whining and crying, I think it was like the end of the night and maybe she didn't want to go home and she was tired. And I sort of was like just looking at her and she could see me. She caught my eye and I just like like pulled a bit of a face at her and she sort of like carried on looking at me. And then I like popped into like the little cupboard where all our cleaning stuff was and then just like popped my head back out. And she sort of like gradually stopped crying until like I kept doing it again and she sort of laughed a bit. And then I was just sort of like not looking at her and her dad's I saw him in the corner. I turned around, like, "What are you laughing at?" <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and like I smiled at her, and then just like carried on back into the bathroom. And then when I came back out, they'd gone. And I was just like, it just felt really nice that like she's never because like, she was so young, but it was just nice that we had that like little moment. And I felt like I made her smile at the end of her Disney day. Which
1: That's I was, like, so cute. <laughs> that is cute. <laughs> so cute.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that you feel like you finally got to have an interaction like that because that to me was what. Makes the college program so worth it. Great, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we were there for nine months, <laughs> so we were there for yeah, much I longer. Wish I that, that long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: So unfortunately, I didn't get to go to the college program because at that point I wasn't into Disney in the same level. It was <laughs> just in, slowly introducing me. <laughs> <laughs> um So uh, it was something I was trying to think of what would be best because, as a whole, it would have been our holiday last year holiday together as a couple, as a big event. We'd saved a lot of money for it, to, and we wanted to do it really nicely, and we had, uh, which was nice. So I was trying to pick a particular event from it. So I'd, in the end, I narrowed it down to a period and would have started with Universal, uh, the Harry Potter, but we'll sidetrack that since we're not on a switch and flick. So we <laughs> so, yeah. were at Epcot, and by that point, I'd settled into the, uh, the Disney bubble of um, enjoying the moment Not caring what people think and just live in it and it was so much better so we had a just a great day um and we did that what did we do the whole world showcase and we challenged ourselves to go around we had a photo with the photo pass in each place having food and drink as we went around and did loads of rides and various other things uh so it's just a really great day
1: Oh, that's nice.
2: It's <laughs> really nice. Yeah. My um second Disney memory then is the uh, <laughs> is when we were on our holiday and it was the I think a sim- similar theme to yours actually. Mm-hmm. It was the last day, last fall day we had, and we went to Magic Kingdom and we we were in Fantasyland and we saw the Winnie the Pooh meet and greet. And we were like, I think the queue time said like twenty minutes, and we were like, oh let's get in line, and I think Winnie the Pooh and Tigger went for a little break at least two to three times yeah. while we were in that line <laughs> and we were in the line for well over an hour oh yeah <laughs> but it was so nice because in that line in some meet and greets you can't see the characters meeting the other people but I think it's really nice when you can watch them mm-hmm. and when we, when we got to the front Eddie just like was bouncing around with <laughs> Tigger and and we were like cuddling Winnie the Pooh and Tigger and and in the picture that we've got you can sort of see that Eddie's like a bit flustered <laughs> and that his eyes are like just glistening with joy and I was just like walking away from that I was like Eddie gets it he gets Disney World and that just meant so much to me because I love it so much and I was just like seeing him as a shy person, come out of his shell and just, like, bounce around with Tigger. It was just, like, the best thing. I was like, good. You're
0: like, yes,
1: I got it. (laughs) Well, now that we
0: know our guests a little better. That was great. Thank you guys for sharing all of that.
1: Yeah, you guys are clearly awesome, so uh, thanks for joining (laughs) us.
0: So, after all of that, is this your line usually? I can't. Nope. nope, this is my line. Okay. Today we will be discussing Secrets of Life, which is another one of the true life adventure films, um, which I have honestly, truly, really been enjoying watching. Like, Me too. I really love these films. It's nice because a lot of the other live actions I kind of feel like I've been dragging a little bit with. Um. I- I just
1: have a different feel from, like, movies today, you know, so, like, it takes a little bit to adjust to them. I'm getting used to them, but, like, these true life things, me and Meg do enjoy documentaries, and the fact that they're on, like, nature and animals, we love that stuff, so. And they're funny. And they're funny. Like, they're
0: just, like, I love (laughs) that they, like, give these animals, like, little personas, and Mm -hmm. even, like, the flowers, they give personas, and Mm -hmm. it's just, I love it. So, sidetrack it's now time for a 30 second disney dash Woohoo! Um, <laughs> the, these are like i don't know these they're are just harder. like they're kind of harder to summarize because they're a documentary and not like a storyline but With um no plot. yeah yeah there's absolutely no plot but as it says in the beginning nature gives the plot mm-hmm. so <laughs> all right Do you want to go first? I can go first. All right. That's fine. It's going to be really simple.
1: Mine's pretty simple, too.
0: So, are you ready? I'm ready. Get set. (laughs) Go. So, we follow the secrets of life through nature and the sky and sea, and then also the different animals, like starting with the honeybees, and we go to... Oh my gosh what else do we see yeah okay this is like my literal every single 30 second disney dash we see like i my favorite part was the honeybees and there we go that's it
1: (laughs) meg favorite part is a different section okay i I I was just real real what
3: happened in that movie
1: What other animals do we... Okay,
0: I will admit, we just watched Secrets of Life and the African Lion, so I was kind of getting them jumbled, and I'm like, wait, we didn't see warthogs in the Secret of Life. I just watched that in the African Lion. We just yeah. listened to the Vanishing Prairie
2: episode, so we're also getting a bit confused. Yeah. It's a bit easier for us, because it's like, if it wasn't insects or flowers, it probably would be Oh, out. right, insects,
0: so it was like the ants. Okay, I, I'm remembering it now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, the ants like, cut off the heads of each other. And like, exactly. wore it as uh, trophies. What? What? <laughs> oh, Would, would one yeah. of you guys like to go so we can break it up? I'll go first. Yeah, Okay. will uh, <laughs> <clear>. Okay. <laughs> Alright, well, on your mark, get set, go. So there's a
2: paintbrush painting the earth, then there's some crashing waves, then geysers and splashing mud, creepy seeds growing, lots of scenes that definitely aren't outside, six minutes of time-lapses with flowers, Then, the flowers attack the bees to cover them in pollen, into the hive, queen against queen, honeypot ants, leaf cutter ants, ants against ants, ants against blind snake, microscopic world, some scenes in fish tanks, fish stuck in sand, crashing waves, crashing lava, lying about secrets of life, the end.
1: (laughs) 24! (laughs) That was so good! Oh, that was awesome! That was good. (laughs) I can go now. Okay.
3: In the zone. Okay.
1: You guys are super brave. (laughs) <laughs> all right, on your mark. Well, they're following me, so <laughs> I'm sure that both of them are much better than mine. Meg was like, honeybees, honeybees, that's all I Honeybees. Um, that part was very... We, did, we talk a lot about Winnie the Pooh, maybe that's what uh, Probably, yeah. We yeah. got honey on the brain.
0: <laughs> I just remember Katie going like, wait, so honey is like beef vomit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it exactly, is. that's what we eat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right <laughs> on your mark get set
3: go uh, the secrets of life what made me plants bees and ants start with reproduction and growth of plants with time lapse photography transition to bees master engineers and craft bugs, queen casting interviews next super strong ants followed by fish water spider oops bubble fingers fashion conscious crabs and finally erupting volcanoes
1: bubble fingers. <laughs> <laughs> You did 16! That was amazing! Yeah. Okay, ready? Yep. Set. <laughs> Go. The story of adaptation Earth is always changing, even now. Oats that walk are weird. Self-planting plants, so many blooming flowers, bee butts in flowers, and bees are super smart. Apparently ants make honey to store in their butt. Uh, creepy <laughs> ants and water spiders, who knew that fish also enjoy fishing? And we end with some lava full volcanoes. Be Beautiful. I, I see
0: 19 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> 19 seconds. Way Woo! to
1: be. still didn't win.
0: <laughs> Alrighty. <No>. So, <laughs> Secrets of Life is a 1956 documentary film written and directed by James Alger. Um, the documentary shows the changing world of nature, sky, sea, the sun, planets, insects, and volcanic action. And the documentary was released on November 6th of 1956 by Buena Vista Distribution. So this is the fourth in the Walt Disney True Life Adventure series. It features rarely seen film footage of nature's behind the scenes goings on that play a huge role in making the planet what it is. So we see the bees and ants and I like this. It said in the flora and fauna surrounding us, which just made me think of Sleeping Beauty because I'm like, oh, I wonder if that's where they pulled the names like flora, (laughs) fauna. And Meriwether. Um, So we, I I like this line. It says, secrets of life reveal a sometimes startling glimpse into nature's wonders that we often take for granted. So it was accompanied by remarkably appropriate musical selections. Viewers find themselves mesmerized by the metamorphosis of airborne seeds into glorious plants and flowers with the help of time-lapse photography, such as the walking oats.
1: Yeah, that was really weird.
0: Yeah, I was like...
1: What it's a yeah. seed? It's I know. Barking. Is this
0: real? I know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what did you say the other day? Or maybe it was Sarah we were talking to, but they were like, "I can't, I can't watch like flowers blooming and stuff like." It oh, Sarah, around. not me,
0: because I love watching those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is weird though to think that like plants are constantly moving,
1: just like we are. You know. Yeah, and you just don't you don't see it. You take it for granted. That is absolutely. True. Alright, so, we can get into some fun facts if my computer wants to cooperate with me, and it doesn't today, so. We that right. it No, it's a different one. Uh, okay, okay, sorry. Okay, so, I didn't have a lot. I couldn't find, like, any there cool wasn't. Stuff. There wasn't a lot on this film out there. I know, which I don't understand, so bear with me. It's not the greatest fun fact section, but that's okay. So, the ant sequences were actually filmed by someone named Robert Crandall, known as the Ant-Man of Altadena, and he used a, like, photo microscope setup in his home and garden. So, it was like his own personal little ant collection that he filmed. So, he uh, watched some ant carnage, which is kind of (laughs) gross. It's a really interesting (laughs) section. There's too many legs going on for me in that whole thing. (laughs) Uh, Wasn't a fan. Um, So this film is acknowledged as Disney's most sophisticated use of time-lapse film editing at the time of its release, and it was a huge step forward technologically for that technique.
0: Yeah, because, like, I feel some of the time-lapses that they showed had to have been multiple days, Yeah, I would think. But, like, Mm. you never see, like... Like, it has to have been in a studio or something with, like, the light constantly on it or, like, in its own space because you never saw, like, night and day happen. But, like, you saw the full transformation of these plants. Yeah, I don't
1: know. It was really neat. Unless those just happen over the day, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Because it was, like, seeds growing from scratch and, like, the... The yeah. roots, like, going down into the ground, that was cool, which I'm assuming they probably did similar to, like, in The Vanishing Prairie, how they showed the groundhog's, like, tunnel system, yeah. how they, like, must have had, like, a plexiglass plexiglass or thing with the yeah. roots, and you could see
1: them. You could see it push a rock away. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Go on beast mode. Mm-hmm. Um so, this was released on video in 1985 and, again, in 1993. Um, Winston Hibbler is the narrator, and I point him out just because I looked him up. I was like, is this guy important at all? I don't know. Um, but he did a lot of other narration. Mm, I recognize um, a lot. And he was, like, a writer for a lot of movies, so he had a hand in Ichabod and Mr. Toad. Johnny Appleseed. Mm-hmm. Melody Time. Alice in Wonderland. Peter Pan. Cinderella. Um, he also is a the narrator. living desert,
0: and the vanishing prairie was the narrator. Also, a narrator at Disneyland hmm.
1: helped write <gasps> Perry. <and> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm really excited for Perry. All the way up to being a story supervisor in the 1977 "Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh," which is pretty applicable, specifically applicable today. for
0: blustery day.
1: Yes. So he seems like oh, and I believe he's also. Um, He was inducted as a Disney legend in 1992, so he's a big Disney dude. Pretty big Disney dude. (laughs) Um, So there were 18 expert Disney photographers who used that state-of-the-art film technique to capture this film. And lastly, I really liked the tagline for this movie, like on the poster that they had. So it says, never before has emotion pictures so entertainingly revealed nature's most intimate secrets, a wondrous world of sheer drama, stark conflict, delightful humor, and startling beauty. They add so much drama I to know. some, like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: to, like, plants, but, yeah. I mean, you know...
1: And bugs. And bugs. There was a lot of drama with the bees. That's true. <laughs> that was sad. So much insect drama. <laughs> so much insect drama.
0: So, we're already at our favorite parts of the oh, movie. I'm... Oh, did you want to add something? Yes, yeah, Okay. No, no
2: do it. it. I found an article that was about the um, it was sort of a general true life adventures. And yeah, as you said, Katie, there was basically nothing about secrets of life in this one either. Yeah. Uh, it, I just like the way it worded this about Robert Crandall, who was the ant expert slash cameraman. Um Robert ran his stomach for hours with his camera to record events beside an anthill, while the angry ants nipped and stung him unmercifully, which just sounds horrific.
1: He's <laughs> very
0: dedicated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's serious yeah. dedication.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I got bit by a yeah. red ant it- once, and I would not lay around to get bit
1: more. <laughs> it's like that guy in um, <laughs> the, the Living Desert who, like, dressed up like a buffalo to go That's out right. with the buffalo, so. Yeah. lots of dedicated people on these
3: films oh yeah I Um, guess it's like wasn't this one of the few not to win an Oscar or anything oh yeah so maybe that's why there's less fun facts because it's
0: just yeah like The Living
2: Desert and The Vanishing Prairie both won Oscars
0: and then, yeah, I feel like this one should have. I mean, not saying that, like, the filmography and the others wasn't, like, good, but I feel like this was one of the best examples um, that I've seen so far in the True Life Adventure films.
1: Yeah, I mean, like... For just it to the, not have won an award. The artistry was crazy, because in the beginning, like, like Claire said, six minutes of, like, flowers blooming and stuff. Right! But... But it was, like, all such beautiful... Imagery. It almost looked to me, it looked like stop motion, like mm-hmm. old school stop motion. And like it almost didn't look real in like a cool way because when you stare at a flower, you don't see it bloom. You don't see it twirl or like move with the sun or whatever it does. Right. So to see that in quote unquote real time it was really neat. Sped up time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not really. It seems
3: more Oscar worthy. Yes.
1: I agree. Right. It seems like more artistically. This is potentially
3: my, um, yeah, it's probably one of my least favorite like ones, probably because it's like no animals and less of a story. Like, oh here's Skippy doing his thing, <laughs> yeah. but that, that's what people enjoy. Whereas this was a lot more technically,
0: yeah,
3: sounded and uh, there was a lot of important things like how bees work and how they mm-hmm. does. So that yeah. to me sounds a bit more Oscar niche. Yeah.
2: It, maybe it's like like you were saying, well, like Megan was saying on, I think it was, um, like Megan said today, but actually in real time, like weeks and weeks ago when this <laughs> comes out, um, like that you often don't like, that have won oh. lots of Oscars. Like I would have and thought maybe it would be not as well received by audiences, but like really well mm-hmm. awarded, but obviously not. Maybe there was a lot of the Rings that year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Probably, because it wins everything. <laughs> <laughs> Lord of the
0: Rings. you know. Stealing all the Harry Potter Oscars. <laughs> yeah. But we're not um, bitter anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um so I I don't know if we want to just go like me, Claire, Eddie, Katie, and we could just like go in order with our favorites. I'll just do like my favorite and least favorite at the same time, if that's okay. Yeah. Um so my favorite whole segment if you guys didn't know already, it was the honeybee segment. I just thought that it was, well, first of all, I thought that it was the most informative section of the movie. Like it had the most information. Um, I also like thought that I understood like what honeybees did until I watched this. I was like, Oh, I like, don't even know the half of it. So like (laughs) the whole idea that they make the entire honey, like the entire honeycomb out of their wax right yeah yeah and then they like pack some of them with pollen for food for the winter and then the other ones they make the honey in but then there's other ones that they also like the queen will lay her eggs in it and then the whole idea of like the queen having to kill all the other prospects was very <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was very Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, it was like the Hunger Games. <laughs> Hunger Games, Honeybee style. <laughs> um.
1: the, the newest book from Suzanne Collins. We're yeah. all.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: We also thought we saw the other the the other bees around them while mm. those two queens. Yeah, they're just like was like, "What do you think? Do you think they're just like trying to go on and do their jobs?" And we were like, "Yeah, yeah." And then obviously the narrator was like, "Oh yeah, so they like push the queens back." Yeah, and yeah. yeah. and they're like, "Oh,
0: they uh, make sure yeah, that you, one you of them dies.
1: <laughs> like they have to make sure someone like, oh, dies." Right. That's their job. <laughs> um, the Entire hive is the capital. Right. See, it's very yeah. Hunger Games. It works. It is. <laughs> um, and then least
0: favorite. I think was probably the fish. I just don't like fish. <laughs> and I don't like going in the ocean or lake with fish there. The idea that they could, like, touch my leg and <laughs> I, it freaks me out really bad. I just hate, like, fish and water and I want nothing to do with them. I want nothing to do with the ocean or anything. Uh, so I didn't like that. And also the fact that there was, like, spiders that also now live in the ocean and on land. So that mm-hmm. adds terrifyingness <laughs> to water to me. Um, yeah, I just didn't dig that part. Even though I did like the line about the spider having bubble fingers was very funny. <laughs> it added some humor to that <laughs> section that I found rather boring. But.
1: Yeah, oh, God.
0: That's all
2: for me. I think I, I spent probably like 90% of this film just sat with like a little bit of a disgusted face. Like I would I would suddenly <laughs> realise at, at certain points that sort of like with a bit of a squinty, like what am I watching <laughs> sort of face. But I mean, not to say I didn't enjoy it, like I found it very interesting. Mm. It's just like you said before, Kate, there's just a lot of legs <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Like, I, can you imagine going to the cinema to watch this and people <gasps> have that, never seen <laughs> books that close before and it just been like massive on the screen. Yeah. Just like... No, that's a hard um, But having said that, I think my, my favourite scene, if I had to pick one, was probably when the leaf cut around, carrying their cargo back to the thing. There was this really, like, jaunty music on. And I was like, oh, this bit isn't too bad. I can handle this bit.
0: Yeah.
2: And, like, almost immediately before that, I were seeing was probably the honey pot ants because, like, when that came on, I was like, "Oh!" And he was like, "Oh yeah, honey, yeah. they have honey as well." And I was like, "Sure." And then they were just hanging, and we were like, "What are those?" Like little bubbles. And then he was like, "These are ants, and their abdomens are full of, full of honey, bulging with honey." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And they god. never
0: go back to normal, and they just like that's what they do for their whole There's life. There. Very, I felt depressed for them.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure it's a very noble cause feeding the
2: colony. But- <laughs>
1: Just
3: like oh no! <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Um, yeah, it's struggling for my favourite. Part of me was thinking like that spider one, but really hate spiders, like completely hate them. But and it's like a really irrational fear because I love nature and I find spiders interesting. What they can do is amazing, but I just don't want them near me. <laughs> so seeing that spider thing, and then also probably the humour, the, the bubble thing, made it feel a bit better. <laughs> the spider was now taking over the water, um, and. If, uh, so it was about the, the end scene with all the volcanoes. Um, so my degree was in physical geography and geology. So that was one of the highlights. Of, that's something I really love. So I love seeing volcanoes and giving, um, quote, fun facts, which I used to love to do to Claire. She would give me Disney facts and I'd give <laughs> her my fun facts. So in this case, it would like, oh, that looks like they filmed it in Hawaii because that looks like um, ropey lava, which is pahoehoe um in the hawaiian language or uh, (laughs) or blocky lava which is a -a lava so
0: yeah
3: that was my fun fact for claire which isn't quite the same level
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's still fun though yeah and it plus it looks so beautiful with like the colors Mm -hmm. against the black charred lava i love we
2: were just like how did they film that stuff because it's like you can get close up to an ant but getting close up to lava, like, how, how hot is lava? It's really yeah. hot, even if you're close, right? Mm.
3: Yeah, like, 8 to 1,200 degrees Celsius. Can we translate that to Fahrenheit? I don't know. <laughs>
2: Sounds like a lot. <laughs> it's,
3: it's very hot. It's very hot.
2: It was like that bit in Fantasia where it's the one about the beginning of Earth and there's loads just, like, splashing mm. lava yeah. and you're like, oh, this is great. But then you do this, and I'm just like,
3: these how are poor... You like, With your 1950s camera yeah. technology. Yeah. What's your
2: least
3: favourite? Um, so my least favourite was probably the, the six minute long plant emerging scene. <laughs> I definitely switched <laughs> just in it first, and then the second was still interesting, and then the third less so, and then six minutes later.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the first bit that was like, it was like, I don't think we're outside anymore. <laughs> it's like a
0: very blank background. Yeah, yeah, that's I what, what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, yeah,
1: seems very staged, but still, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was pretty, but it is a lot. It was a lot. It did keep going. Like, the music was cool, like, helped keep me interested, mostly, but it was like, alright, where's them bees? Yeah. 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 Um, So my favorite is probably, yeah, the honeybees. One, because it was super cute to see their little butts go in the flower, sticking out, you know? That was adorable. Um, And I learned the most from it, like Meg was saying, like, I had no idea about any of that stuff, like, how they just, like, naturally produce this wax and that's super cool and like we use that stuff for more than we think we do and yeah it was just really interesting and then I don't know if I have a least favorite probably the honey ants because that was really bizarre and weird and I feel terrible for their lives so you just hang there and you got honey (laughs) in your butt and that's it that's sad I know, it's sad existence, I've i know. said that. Do they even get to drink the honey? I
0: don't know. I would hope so, I mean, they're feeding they everybody fed, they, fed the honey,
3: don't they fed the sweet.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the bees make it in their,
2: like, honey stomach with, like, enzymes. So they would eat it as nectar, mm-hmm. but then it, it comes out as honey, They just, like, eat mm-hmm. honey, and then they're just like, oh, here you go, team.
0: <laughs> That's so good. I did this well. for
1: you. Mm-hmm.
0: What we took away from it, Um, appreciate nature more.
1: Yeah. I
0: think that, you know, like I said earlier, a lot of the things that we were shown in this movie are things that we take for granted. I mean, like, you would never think, I mean, I never realized how much flowers actually, like, force pollination on the bees, you know? Like, that's really cool. And, like, especially now with, like, the honeybee crisis, with them, like, vanishing um just to you know make sure that we plant flowers that are honeybee friendly don't kill honeybees they're not yellow jackets they're the good bees Mm -hmm. or like the big fuzzy as i call them zubs but those are just like the super fuzzy honeybees (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) they don't sting you and they just help the planet i had something to say and i forgot so i'm gonna let you guys go while i try and remember (laughs) (laughs) I think we've
2: both sort of said watching these true true life has taken away how much nature documentaries have have come since the 1950s. s. Because yeah. mm-hmm. do you have David Attenborough? Like he does documentaries. nature documentaries in England, well, the UK.
0: I don't know. if I We do. I don't, I don't know, know, if the know the name. We might, but like the name doesn't sound familiar to me.
2: Yeah, he he's like a national treasure in the mm. UK he is a wonderful man and speaks with a very Mm. queensing accent which many people find very soothing and calming Mm. (laughs) (laughs) but um he he does like bbc nature documentaries and when they come out it's and the cinematography is amazing
3: and everyone uh, in the country watches them (laughs) yeah everyone
2: i think there was um we have the x-factor over here i think you guys yeah um, and
3: it was on at the same time wasn't
2: it yeah it was on at the same time at one point and there were statistics that more young people in the uk were watching David Attenborough than they were watching The X Factor (laughs) on a Saturday night, and we were all just like, yes, this is the best thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. I'll have to check them out. I'm sure (laughs) that, like, I'm sure that we we have access to them somehow, so. Yeah. Yeah. I really love, like, the Disney nature films, like, the, like, Oceans and Earth and the one that's about flamingos, but I can't remember what it's called. Crimson Wing? Crimson Wing, yeah. yeah. And, like, I love all of those, so... And just to think like those compared to this and that's just like the evolution of that is just incredible. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: But even like, I mean, for the fifties, this is amazing, you know? So.
2: Yeah. Oh, and shout out the camera shot where the camera was moving through the flowers like it was a bee. <laughs> oh, that's
1: what I was going to say as part of my favorite part too, thank you for remembering. God, that made me laugh. Yeah. I was like, can you picture the guy like running along, with came yeah. the camera? It was like knocking all the flowers yeah. down and we were just like, Shaw, you're a bee. Yeah, it yeah. was really cute. They tried to like pretend they were about to land on a flower and then it like switched to a bee landing on a flower.
3: Nature's yeah. really important and we should. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Pick more attention to it and respect it a lot more particularly bees because without them we have no food and yeah. we could do we could do it some food so be nice to bees yeah and be nice yeah definitely be aware what bees what are bees and what just looks vaguely similar to bees like wasps and hornets and stuff yeah. they're not bees. leave the bees alone
1: <laughs> <laughs> leave the bees alone that's the takeaway yeah leave them alone
0: and shout out to, uh, oh. Honey Nut Cheerios for doing, they should do that again, but they did this promotion where they sent anybody who wanted it a pack of wildflower seeds that were like specifically for oh. honeybees and it was free. You just had to like go onto their website and say, I want this. And they sent out like millions. So I hope that they do that mm-hmm. again. Yeah. Cause that was great. Um, Okay, so one last little segment that we've been trying to add into the episodes is A Day in the Life of Walt. So when this movie came out, it was early November of 1956. I said it earlier, and let me see if I can find it again. November 6th of 1956. So I went and did my searching on the interwebs, and the closest thing that I could find around that time on November 11th He was the surprise, Walt was the surprise guest on What's My Line, which was like a talk show, talk game show, Um, and he did it with Jerry Lewis. I thought that was kind of cool. I don't know, just a little fun fact about Walt
1: Mm -hmm. at that time in his life, what he was up to. I bet him as a surprise guest, too, was like really sweet. I mean, it would be really cool now, even, you know, Yeah. but um, yeah. Would it would really be cool. really incredible
0: now because he's oh, dead. Oh my god! I was <laughs> waiting for you to say that. You're Not kidding. what I meant.
1: You're <laughs> <was> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably well, have to all- like pinch myself because <laughs> <laughs> this real life. Am I hallucinating? My god. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I knew what you meant. I'm sorry. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> Whatever. up? <laughs> All right. So, do you guys have any last things to add? Favorites, little side notes,
2: random things. the The fickle, thickleback female. I just wrote down.
3: Oh, I forgot Why about that. Why would she eat the eggs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I don't know. The, <laughs> Which one was that? The The fish. Oh yeah,
0: I think it was the first fish. Yeah, and the guy. Yeah, was like, it was uh, like uh, the guy watched the eggs. Mm-hmm. He like made the home for mm-hmm. them, and she like w- wanted to eat them. Yeah, why would we do this? They
3: have to chase her away. Yeah,
0: because the
2: female might Like, like, why Why is that thing nature? Like, usually you can tell why things have been, like, evolved. Like, there seems to be a logical reason. But that didn't make
0: sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, interesting. See, I didn't like that part. I was like, what the heck's that about?
1: I remembered something. That fish that, like, has this, like, thing come out of its forehead and it dangles it. The thing oh, that the fishes, like fish? the one that fishes? Yeah. yeah, the fishing fish. Yeah. That's, that's like, what in the world created this animal? <laughs> like, like, oh, yeah, you're going to have this protruding arm. It's going to look like a little wiggly worm, and that's how you're going to get your food. That's amazing and weird. <laughs> I love Very it. Very weird. I lo- and he's kind of like, I like how they were like, like most sailors, he's not very well groomed because he had like all this weird like <laughs> he's like really hairy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was funny. Yeah, it's like there's
2: there's an anglerfish with like a deep sea anglerfish. Yeah, fish with like the uh, light bulb like you knee, know, like and Nemo. you can sort of see yeah. why that would evolve because it would it would obviously attract attract fish to the mm-hmm. light in the deep sea. But how, <laughs> how how long would it have taken for it to yeah develop a
0: like, oh, I'm gonna do this. Like I'm gonna be I'm gonna be swimming right here and you're gonna see me, but like you're gonna be attracted to this little dangly thing and come right at me. And, I'm gonna and like eat he you. did it
1: so good too, like he would just stare and it was just like boop 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 boop, boop <laughs> wiggling. <I> wish <laughs> that everybody could see what you just did. Oh my god. Go watch that movie. I was a perfect example. <laughs>
2: I wondered if the decorated crab was the the type of crab that the one in Moana is. I've told totally you. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Thank We you.
0: totally wrote that down to the, mention,
3: Tahiti? and I no, forgot. Petey—that's yeah. <laughs> something else. That's the Oh yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> but yes, yeah, decorating themselves. Yeah. I said that. I was like, I was like, what's his name? And Meg's like, Shiny, Shiny. Sh-. I'm like, I know. What's the name? <laughs> yeah, they look so yeah, cool. That was like, funny. I love that. There's just this crab that goes around and like finds pretty plants. He just like puts some self-made Collects adhesive him. and just like. Puts an his back. And I like that the narrator was like, he's like a pretty crab salad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome.
0: Yeah. yeah. That narrator
3: comes up with some right random stuff. stuff.
2: <laughs> yeah. I liked the decorated crabs better than the, the little crabs that had one massive claw yeah. to attract the females, like just waving, like, come
1: over here.
3: Like, <laughs> no, come over here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Someone needs to do like a voiceover where they're like, hey! Hey, girl, hey. Oh, hey. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Well, sadly, I don't have a Disney memory this week to share. Guys, send them. Send us more. Send us memories. We need your memories. We are a Disney pensive. We need them. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> There was our Harry Potter reference for the episode. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So, if you would like to share your Disney memory and have it featured on the show, please email us at grownupkidspodcast at com. It could be anything Disney-related. It doesn't have to do with the parks. It can just be some fun, even distantly Disney-related thing you remember from, you know, your childhood or even maybe yesterday, whatever you want. Or five we'll minutes ago. It. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we'll be sure to feature it on a future episode. Um,
0: so thank you, Claire and Eddie, for joining us. I am excited to have you on again. <clears throat> I know that you are signed up for a couple, so you're welcome back anytime. And
1: we know it's, like, super late over there, so thanks for staying up with yeah, us. We appreciate it. <laughs> okay. No <worries. laughs> Yeah, cool. we'll see you again in uh, three years for the first Studio Ghibli film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe we'll swing you on something else. Well, we'll, we'll actually
0: have already met you by the time this episode comes out because we're going to see you over
1: in England. That's pretty exciting. So, Yay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh,
3: so, see you in both the future and the past. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> we're time travelers. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, so thank you very much. We really, really appreciate it. Mm -hmm.
3: Thank you for having us.
1: Anytime. (laughs) So Grown Up Kids can be found Mm -hmm. on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. So make sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available.
0: You can also find us on all the different platforms of social media. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids at Disney Podcast and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Grown Up Kids Pod to gain access to our Extra Magic Hours podcast. Um, There should be a couple more posted by the time this episode comes out, so make sure that you head on over there and you can pick your support level. Uh, If you head on over to our Facebook discussion group as well, I've posted a document with our entire list of movies that we'll be watching along with the availability to be on the show with us, so make sure that you check that out and just comment on that post or you can send us an email or message us on Facebook so I will know if you're interested in any movies and I can see if you can be on them. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure to watch Westward Ho the Wagons ahead of next week's episode. I have no idea
1: what that's about. We'll find out. We'll find out. (laughs) And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome.
0: Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future.